everyone, it is Thursday. It is November. It is the 15th of November, and I am not Stevie T of PFL. I am Grant Niefer, if you couldn't tell, and this is the morning grind. I'm taking over him. He's out. I think he's on his way to a race. You know, he does that NASCAR stuff, but that doesn't matter. We are joined here by the great Chief Justice 06. How are you doing over there, Will? Listen, man, I'm doing great. Everybody, everybody out there in fantasy land, please bear with me this evening. I'm a little bit hoarse. The weather's changing over here on the East Coast. I live by the beach and, and also coach girls basketball. So I think between the combination of uh, practice and the weather change, my voice is just a little bit scratchy. I've got my honey lemon tea here. Uh, I'm still so very excited uh, to get this podcast done. Just please don't hold this one against me. Just a little bit hoarse, but I am ready to roll. Can't wait to talk about this slate. All right. That's what I like to hear. Guys, if you haven't already checked our sponsor, Fantasy Draft, check it out there. They are rake-free that's the only place in the industry where you can get rake-free fantasy. They've got a 17.5K pick and roll, $10,000 50-50. And this weekend for football, $250,000 rake-free GPB. they got 50-50s, double-ups, $5 competitions, $4 competitions, everything you could possibly want. So get signed up using the Roto-Grinders link, promo code GRINDERS, and get into rake-free DFS and you sign up through that, and you never know. We occasionally offer promos that can give you things such as playing golf with Drew Brees, going to random stadiums across the U.S., any number of things. So get signed up, use the promo code, and check out Rake Free DFS. We got an eight-game slate here. Let's start off with the first game of the night. It is Detroit versus Charlotte. Dwayne Britt Bacon is probable. Batum is still out over on the Pistons' side. We got Reggie Jackson still out. Tony Snell is probable. And it looks like Blake Griffin is going to play in this one. So let's start off with the Detroit side of it. With Griffin coming back, obviously it takes a little bit of a hit to Drummond's usage. Rose should be back, so that obviously changes things a little bit. Will, who are you looking at for Detroit? Yeah, look, man, I, I know Blake is coming back here. Uh, he's 7,100. This price is pretty fair. Um, but he's also, I don't think, I, I think, 24 to 25 minutes is probably a reasonable expectation in terms of how they're going to run him out right now to try to get him ramped up a little bit. Listen, I still love Andre Drummond this week. Um, Charlotte can't stop anybody in the paint. I mean, it is a rebound fest, a dunk fest on these guys. Um, you know, it's my team, so I, I definitely like to follow what's going on there. And to be quite honest, we're just god-awful inside. So Andre Drummond is going to be, you know, one of the top plays on the board for me today. Outside of that, maybe Derrick Rose. But, but other than that, I don't think there are too many guys that I want to play. However, once again, Andre Drummond, get him in your lineups, folks. Uh, I'm really excited to get some exposure to him today. I think he is one of the top centers, if not the top center on the slate. Uh, should put up a monster game here. Yeah, right there with you. I, I like Rose probably a little bit more than you. Obviously, with Griffin coming back, it's going to change the usage a little bit. But he did shoot terrible in 20 minutes last game. Uh, three for 13 from the field, so that's why he put up a dud. His price tag isn't too bad here. 5,600, still some upside. You mentioned Drummond. Love the call. Obviously, Charlotte's terrible. The only reason I might not go there is Carl Anthony Towns and Embiid are both on the slate. But guess what? Both of them are more expensive. So Drummond... 
Point per dollar is probably the better play right there with you. What about over on the other side with Charlotte? Rozier coming off a big game. We don't quite know exactly what the rotation is, and it's not a terribly high total game here. Who are you looking at over on the Charlotte side? Yeah, I mean, I think if I was going to play someone from Charlotte, uh, especially on a site like DraftKings or Fantasy Draft, I think I would stick with these mid-range guys. I don't think I'd play Rozier today at 6,600. I think that's about priced up to where he should be. Um, he had a monster game, but outside of that, hasn't really been, uh, you know, putting up monster fantasy performances like I thought. So, you know, a guy like Miles Bridges at 5,500, Cody Zeller at 5,400. Uh, the cool thing about Zeller is I think he'll actually have the minutes this game because Andre Drummond is going to be playing. If that's the case at 5,400, a guy that's got 30 point ups, uh, uh, the 30 point upside in this spot with the possibility of going for a little bit more. I think you give him a look. I think he gets 28 to 30 minutes in this one because of the drumming factor. Uh, P.J. Washington is another one at 5,100. Um, I think you're kind of catching the theme here. I don't want to load up on Charlotte Hornets, but if that's something I'm going to do, I'm going to do it with the cheap guys today. I'm not going up top, uh, but I think that combination of Bridges, Zeller, Washington, uh, that's about where I'd be. I I'm not playing, you know, I don't think I'll play anybody else. Listen, Devontae Graham, you guys know, how much I love guys coming off the bench. I still think he's got some upside at a $7,000 price tag, but I don't think it's great. So, you know, he's going to be a guy uh, that I think I just passed on uh, today. And if he drops 50, so be it. But uh, Zeller, Bridges, P.J. Washington, those would be the guys I would look at. Now, Malik Monk, listen, I got my game out of Malik Monk the last game. Uh, I'm going to take that to the bank and run. I'm going to leave him on the shelf at 5K today. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. Graham seems like a little bit too high of a price tag. Rozier is coming off that just massive game. But he shot 7 from 11 from three-point land here, 13 to 20 from the field. I don't think that's going to repeat here. I think some people might change it, but it was mostly just a matchup versus Memphis. This one isn't terrible against Detroit, but it's not a great pace matchup here. I'd probably right there with you with Bridges, Zeller, Washington. Those would probably be the guys that I end up going with. Let's move on to the next game here. We got the Spurs going up against the Magic. Not going to be a terribly high-paced game. Three-and-a-half point spread, but only a 212 total here. For the Magic, it looks like they have everyone. No injuries we have to worry about. Same thing with the Spurs here. Let's start off with the Magic. Or let's start off with the Spurs, I mean. Like DeRozan, Aldridge seem to disappoint me on a daily basis. Murray should be in on this game. Who are you looking at? For the Spurs. Oh man, this is going to be a quick one. This is going to be almost like a baseball and a pitcher where you get a big no. I'm not playing anyone from this game. If someone from this game beats me in a GPP today, uh, that guy's a genius. God bless you. I'm not playing anyone here uh, on the Spurs. This, this is just a god awful pace game. And listen, there are always times where I can take shots on guys that are too cheap. If DeRozan was 6K, if Aldridge was 6K, or something like that. I'd probably look at it. Even DeJounte Murray at 55, I think he's got some upside here. But I'm just not. I'm just going to scratch this whole game off today. I think if this game beats me in a tournament, it, hey, it just beats me. I'm taking this one off the table, not playing a single person from the Spurs in either the matchup. Um, I'm right there with you with the exception of Voos maybe. He's been playing really well lately, averaging over 50 points in his last four games. 7900 is not a terrible price tag, so he'd be the one guy to look at. But outside of him, yeah, I'm, I'm crossing this game off entirely. There's a lot of good games that we're coming up to here real quickly. So let's get to one mm -hmm. of them here. 
Indy versus Houston here. Um, do we have a total? On, we don't have a total on this game yet. Westbrook may or may not sit. They talked about him sitting on one of the games of the back-to-back here. I don't know if it's going to be today or tomorrow. But as of right now, we don't know. It looks like Capella is listed as out with his concussion here. Gordon out. Green out. House is doubtful. So if Westbrook ends up sitting, it could potentially be a very, very interesting game here. Over on the Pacers' size, looks like Goga is questionable. Lamb is doubtful. Victor Oladipo obviously still out. Let's start off with Indy here first. Sabonis, Brogdon in a high, high pace game. And Warren probably eating up a bunch of the usage too. Who are you looking at here for Indy? Yeah, man. I mean, I, th- I think you named the guys. You know, it's not, it's not much we really have to talk about with this team right now. Uh, as long as they've got guys on the shelf, you know, I think you have to look at them. You know, uh, you, you name it. Brogdon, uh, Warren, and Sabonis. And I, I know, you know, the darling of DFS, TJ McConnell, has been coming off the bench and playing okay. Uh, but he's not a guy I'm, I'm, I'm going to worry about in this spot here. I, I want to key in on these main guys. Uh, and I think that's the strategy here. Uh, if you look at kind of what's happened uh, throughout the course of all these guys being off the floor, uh, the usage is still there. You know, Brogdon's at 20, 26.5%, uh, you know, with a 1.09 fantasy points per minute. Sabonis, 25.8% with 1.32 fantasy points per minute. Uh, T.J. Warren is just a shade under a fantasy point per minute, uh, but the usage is there. And so that's why I think this is a guy that that, that you can look at, man. And so you look, you look at the price, he's 6K flat. Not too bad. Brogdon's price has, has come down. He's been hovering around this mid-7K range. That leaves us tons of meat on the bone. The guy's got 50-point upside right now in a game that's going to have very limited defense. Uh, he's barely going to have any opposition here. And then Sabonis. My goodness, with no Capella, Jesus Christ. Uh, this guy should be on his way to another 50-point fantasy performance. Um, and so I'm really excited to play these guys. I think that's about it. I know yeah. you, could, you could possibly sprinkle, sprinkle in some Samson, sprinkle in some uh, uh, Justin Holiday, but I just don't think it's worth it. I think you stick with those three main guys and, uh, and roll it from there. Yeah, I mean, what about Goga? Uh, any interest in him at 4K if he ends up playing? Well, I mean, I, I, I think he is going to play because he is available. I mean, I, I think I think he's an okay play. Um, and, and by okay, I mean, I, it, I mean, he could get 30 fantasy points. My problem is, you know, there's going to be some value all around. Like, we're going to have Tyson Chandler on the other side. That's going to be more like 3K. So, you know, do I play them both? I think that's a decision we have to make. He's on the board, but I still wouldn't play him over Sabonis Brogdon. Or uh, I, I, if I had to choose, I'd play him over T.J. Warren. I would I still I would never play him over Sabonis or Brogdon in this spot. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of right there with you, but we can play. Thank you guys as we want from this game because I'm guessing the total is going to be somewhere around, what, 235? Yeah, I mean, if, if Westbrook is out, uh, man, this is – because, I mean, Houston's got – got five or six guys out right now. So I got to think maybe they play Westbrook today and rest in the next day. So I hope they get some guys back, but we'll see. Yeah, but in any case, to reiterate what you said about Indy, absolutely loves the bonus. 60-point upside here should absolutely crush here. Brogdon is one of my favorite plays on the entire board here. 
people are going to look at what's happened over the last few games. Shot terribly in the game versus Detroit. It was just a weird actual game. Orlando, very slow-paced game. Still ended up with 37. OKC was a blowout. He still had 34 points in 25 minutes. This game could stay close here. If it does, Brogdon goes for 50-plus here, I think. So I absolutely love Brogdon. Absolutely love Sabonis. Like Warren, just like you. And I think you can take a shot on Goga, but there is some other value on the slate here. Houston over on the other side. Talk about it if Westbrook plays and if Westbrook does not play. I mean, if Westbrook plays, I think Westbrook is in play. Harden's in play. Uh, P.J. Tucker's going to be in play. Tyson Chandler's going to be in play. Uh, I won't be as high on Macklemore this time as I was the last game. Uh, last game, you know, Macklemore was basically the minimum, 3,100, 3,500 on FanDuel. So I, I was a bit, you know, more invested in him. But at 3,800, I don't think he's necessary. Uh, but, I mean, Harden and Westbrook, man, these two will lead the charge. You know, I talked about the fact that Tyson Chandler is going to be playing. I feel a lot more comfortable playing Tyson Chandler in this matchup than I do Goga uh, because Tyson Chandler, I mean, if, if Tyson Chandler gets close to 30 minutes, this this price tag of, of 4K, he's just going to destroy it. I mean, you look at what happened in the Clippers game. He played 16 minutes, put up 20.25 fantasy points, had five, uh, five points, two blocks, nine rebounds. I think a double-double will be on its way here. Uh, especially with the way Harden plays and they run a high pick and roll. He's going to get some easy shots at the basket. Rebound numbers will be there. Uh, I think he's the better play between the two. Perhaps you play them both in this game environment. But Tyson Chandler, man, one, one of the top value plays on the slate. Uh, it, and I'm projecting him to get 25 to 30 minutes. So I, I think this is a fantastic spot for him. Uh, if, if Westbrook is out, just don't fade James Harden for whatever you do. I don't care, you know, and listen, I, I consider myself a pretty good tournament mind, and you just have to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. Listen, James Harden might go for 100 in this spot, you know, and I'm, I'm, maybe I'm exaggerating just a tad. Bottom line is he's going to crush this price tag. He should be well over value in this spot as long as they can keep it close. If Westbrook is out, you play Harden, you play Chandler, uh, maybe you play some T.J. Warren, and you get this thing rolling. Yeah, yeah, I really don't have anything to add. You pretty much nailed it. Lock in Harden, lock in Chandler, and move on. Uh, let's yes. get to the next game here. It is OKC versus Philly here. Not any news on any Phillies players sitting right now uh, over on the OKC side. No real interesting news here. Um, so let's go ahead and just get started here with Philly. Embiid's sitting there at 9-2, but we have Cat, we have Drummond both on the slate. Simmons is priced up a little bit. Harris, Horford, Richardson, all priced where they should. If everyone ends up playing, I have no interest in anyone. Are you kind of in the same, same Oh, age? man, listen, that's about where I am. I don't mind Embiid at 9,200. Here's the thing. I think you the reason you would possibly play the Philly guys today is because I do still think Ben Simmons is a little too cheap. Uh, for, for what he's done consistently over his career. I mean, the guy's a double-double, triple-double waiting to happen. Uh, and Embiid has 60, 70-point upside in any matchup. So I think if you're and, – and specifically those two guys, not and I wouldn't be as interested in Horford or Richardson, but those two specifically, Embiid, Simmons, plenty of upside here, those would be the only two guys I remotely consider in this spot. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of right there with you, but I probably uh, – Embiid's like third on my list of guys to play tonight at the center position up near the top. Uh, what about over on the OKC side? Uh, we got SGA that's way cheaper than he's been all year, and he's kind of like come back down to earth but still shows massive amounts of upside. We got Gallo, we got Paul playing his normal amount of minutes, Schroeder, Adams. Like, are you, are you interested in any of these guys up against Philly? It's not an easy matchup. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I like the prices. That, that, that's what I like. Uh, you know, sometimes pricing dictates everything. SGA and Schroeder are, I think, the two of my favorite plays. Steven Adams, even at 4,900, which he's been hurt a little bit this year, so hasn't been playing massive minutes. But at 4,900 in a spot where you have to assume they're going to try to use him as much as possible uh, to combat with Joel Embiid. Uh, at 4900 I think he's another value play here uh, on this slate. Um, I, I think I'd be a little overweight on the field here in this spot. But that's about it. I think SGA, Schroeder, Steven Adams, I think those are the guys you look at. I don't mind Chris Paul. Uh, he, he's not a bad play, but I just think there's more upside from other guys at this stage of his career. So, And then Gallo for me in this spot, just to scratch off. I mean, listen, he's pretty consistent. But, you know, on, on this slate, I'm looking for a little bit more upside here. And I think for the prices, I think SGA and Schroeder and Adams give us the best opportunity uh, to see some upside at, uh, at lower prices. Yeah, I think it's just SGA for me. Like, yes, he may be what he is in this offense right now. He may not be, but fact of the matter is he's playing high 30s minutes every single night here. He can go for 25, 30 real-life points. Like, he can get assists, he can get steals, he can get rebounds. So, I think there is a lot of upside here at this $5,900 price tag. But that's really it for me. Let's go to the next game here. Not terribly interesting. We have Utah versus Min- or, uh, not Minnesota, Memphis. Uh, Grayson Allen is out. Iguodala still out. Josh Jackson still out. Uh, over on the other side, Ed Davis still out. That's really it. Um, let's start off here with Utah. Big up-paced matchup here. Like, are we looking at Gobert and Mitchell? Man, I definitely Donovan Mitchell and definitely Mike Conley. Uh, you know, when I opened up this slate, listen, man, hey, I've been attacking Memphis at the shooting guard position all season long. Uh, last week, you know, I big, you know, and he was he was very popular, but he paid off. And we talked about Evan Fournier at a very suppressed price going against Memphis. You saw the other night what happened with Malik Monk going against Memphis. Now we get Donovan Mitchell rolling into town at 7,800 going against Memphis. Listen, I, I, I am willing to play all the Donovan Mitchell I can handle. Love this spot for him. Love this spot for Mike Conley. Uh, I like Gobert as well, but I wouldn't play Gobert over Drummond today. So, for, for instance, this is kind of a theory thing for me. If I was only playing one lineup, who would be the guys that we've talked about so far that I, I would say, okay, this is the pool of guys I need to choose from for that one lineup. Drummond would be in that pool. Uh, Westbrook or, or, or Harden would be in that pool, depending on how the news breaks. Uh, 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 Donovan Mitchell would for sure be in this, this, this group of guys that if I was making one lineup, I think you have to get him in there, man. I think the upside is massive here. He's 7,800. I think he's got 50-point upside. And with the soft pricing on DraftKings so far this season, uh, you can really – I've built so many 
you know, quality lineups with just mid-range guys. So I, I love Donovan Mitchell. I think he's a great play here. Uh, top shooting, top shooting guard on the board for me outside of Harden if Westbrook is out. Yeah, and Mike Conley, we can't forget revenge narrative. Yes, yes. What what was I thinking there? Good God, <laughs> that, that, I mean, you just teed it up for me. What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, so Conley, Mitchell, probably the main two guys to go with. You're right about Gobert. There's too many other centers on the board. He's still in play, but not a guy that I'm probably going to end up with in my lineups. What about over on the other side? With Memphis, again, don't really like the rotations here. Not a good matchup going up against Utah. Who are you looking at? Well, uh, I do think Tyus Jones might have been in play today had it not been for other value. Listen, he's playing limited minutes, but at 3,500, if he can get up to 20 to 25 minutes, uh, he can do some damage at this price tag. But we don't need that today. But I did want to point that out because a slate is coming where a $3,500 Tyus Jones is going to be very – beneficial for the wallet. So just wanted to keep an eye on him. Dylan Brooks, man, I wish Dylan Brooks was still in that 4K range. He's a guy that, that I've, you know, played a couple times this season. It's really paid off. Uh, I still think he's got some upside here, uh, but not as interesting. I think my favorite play uh, is going to be either Kyle Anderson or Jay Crowder. Um, Kyle Anderson, I, I wish they were giving him 25 minutes. He's not quite there. Um, they've been giving this other guy – uh, Marco Gaduric, a little bit more minutes. Uh, he's 3,700. But, of course, Jay Crowder, reverse revenge, uh, played at Utah last year. I think this is a good spot. Playing about playing, you know, 30 to 35 minutes a game. Usually usually he's around 32, but let's just say 30 to 35. Um, I think he would be the best option from Memphis. Uh, but outside of that, I, I'm not going to be playing too many guys. Jaron Jackson Jr., this just screams foul trouble today. Um, just going to be avoiding him at all costs. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably just crossing Memphis off altogether. But I'm ready to get to one of the best games, probably the best game on the night here. We got Washington going up against Minnesota here. For the Timberwolves, doesn't look like we have any real news other than Napier is still doubtful and Teague is probable. Over on the Wizards side, we have no real news here. So let's start off with Washington here. Beal coming off a massive game here. Big pace up game, 240 total here. It's projected to be fairly close with a or close enough with a seven point spread. Like, who are you looking at on the Wizards? Yeah, man, I, I think Bradley Beal is, is, is definitely going to be in play here. Uh, this is probably about as close to the granddaddy of them all game that we're going to get on this slate. Bradley Beal at 8,500. Uh, you got to think this is going to be a good play, especially if he's going to get uh, the 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 Andrew Wiggins uh, uh, just terrible defense. So I, I love Bradley Beal here. Uh, a guy that I've kind of had my eye on, Davis Bertans. They priced him up a little bit. He was 3,500 against Boston. Had a great game there. Put up about 30 fantasy points, 29 to be exact. But he's a guy I have my eye on. He's actually been playing a lot more. Troy Brown, his minutes are all over the place. C.J. Miles, his minutes are all over the place. Uh, but Davis Bertan's minutes have been pretty stable if you look at the game logs for all you game log watchers. I think this is a great spot to go back to the well on a guy like him. Thomas Bryant at 6,100. I think this is a great price point for this game. Uh, you know, this guy's got 50-point upside. And then if we're going to go to Mr. Hachimura, 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 uh, 
Hachimura, if you're going to go to him, I think this is a great spot as well. Pace up game. His minutes aren't as stable because we don't know uh, what the coach is going to decide to do game to game. But in this type of environment, uh, he could really put put up a nice performance here uh, for 5,100. And I think those are the guys that 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 we roll with. Yeah, right there with you. Really like the Bertans call there. He hasn't been shooting recently, but he's putting up six to eight, like, three-point attempts every single game there. If he actually gets hot, then he could potentially be in for a big game with a high pace of it. The rebounds will be there. His price tag, with how many minutes he's getting, should pay some dividends here. Beal, you already said it. Really like him. So let's move on to the Minnesota side here. We got Teague. He was in the game last game, but he didn't really play a whole lot at 23 minutes here. Like, Wiggins still kind of ran the point. It's Wiggins is priced up at 8300 the highest I think I've ever seen him. Um, but it's such a good matchup here. And then Cat has been dominating all season long here. Has massive upside. Which guys are you looking at for Minnesota? Well, so, I, I listen, you know, there are a lot of guys out there that – you know, pretty much just X Andrew Wiggins out of their player pool every night. Uh, I will just raise my hand. I am one of those guys. I have played Andrew Wiggins once this year uh, when Jeff Teague was out, uh, and he really put up a nice performance for me. Even at 8,300, I love the game environment. I, I don't like – I still don't like this price on Wiggins. And uh, I, 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 think, I think he's about priced out. Listen, I, I know he's been putting up over 50 fantasy points. I, I totally get it. Um, if he's going to keep up this type of production, I mean, the guy's going to be in play. I'm actually on the fence about Wiggins, not afraid to say that because I don't like the price tag. So um, I, I wish I had a definitive answer. You guys know I like to, you know, really give out definitive answers. I don't have a definitive on, on Andrew Wiggins at the moment I, uh, because I don't like the price tag. But, it's, but the game environment is going to warrant – be wanting some exposure. So, hate to be on the fence about that. Um, but at the end of the day, Carl Anthony Towns at 10K, uh, I, I like what he's been doing this season. He's had a few games that haven't been as good. And guess what? Those not as good games have been 49, 49, 47, 49. He's got one game sprinkling there against Philly where he got ejected. The guy has been a fantasy monster. Uh, and this game should yield uh, extremely positive fantasy results for us. Uh, you know, Towns would be the number one center on the slate for me outside of – I know Andre Drummond at 8,600 should destroy Charlotte. Outside of that, uh, he's, your, he's your number one center play uh, overall or number one play out of this game. I just don't have him ranked this high today because I'm, I'm, I'm going heavy on Andre Drummond. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to play a bunch of Towns. I'm going to play a bunch of Wiggins. One guy that I'm on the fence, we've seen a little bit of a dip in minutes, is Covington. But in this type of high-paced matchup where they just don't play too much defense here, like, am I crazy for thinking Covington's a great play at 4,800 if he ends up being Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, at 4,800, he's a fantastic play. Fantastic. Yeah, all right, good. I just, I just want to make sure. want to make sure I was on – he's a guy that I just absolutely love. So, 4,800, I think he has some upside on this slate. But, yeah, Towns and Wiggins are just fantastic plays here. Let's move on one, to one, one last guy. One last guy, uh, Jake Laven at forty four hundred. He's been getting you know roughly thirty minutes a game or close to it, um, j just for the game environment. He's not a guy you'll play every day, but in this particular spot, you know this is a chance for him to drop thirty fantasy points. 
Um, you know, if you're really trying to c- capture some of this game environment from a piece that no one's going to be on, I guarantee you Jake Lehman will come in at sub 10% ownership, uh, maybe even sub five. Um, I think he's a guy you look at. All right. Yeah, I like that call. Let's move on to the next game here. We got Boston up against Golden State here. There's a 226 total. Boston's favored by eight points. For the Celtics, Taco Ball still out. Uh, Tice, questionable. Robert Williams, questionable. So we got some questions with the bigs. Over on Golden State, we don't have their injury report out yet. But as of right now, outside of Damon Lee and obviously Curry, doesn't look like there's anything on their side. So let's start off with Boston here. Going up against Golden State. <coughs> Does not play defense. Should be a decent pace game here. Who are you looking at? Man, I think my favorite play right now is Enos Cantor. And, and Kemba's been playing really well, by the way, recently. If you look at what he's doing, man, last three games, you know, 45-plus fantasy points. And really most of the season he's been above 40. So I really like what he's doing here. Uh, I think this is a good good spot for him. Um, you know, Jalen Brown is priced up now. So you're going to need him to get 40 to 45 to feel like um, it's the right play. I just think there are other guys today that I'd rather play to him. Uh, Jason Tatum at 7,400. You still got upside there. I think I think if you play guys from Boston, honestly, today, I think it's more in the form of a game stat. I don't see anyone on Boston outside of maybe Enos Cantor that you're going to plug in solo that's going to help you take down a tournament. Um, I, I think if you're running Boston, I think you're hoping – that you catch, you know, lightning in a bottle and get an upside game from two, two out of four of these guys. Uh, and I think maybe you just rotate them in and out, in and out. Um, I like them, but I don't think they're, anybody's a must-play outside of Cantor at 4,900. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. I really like Walker, really like Brown, really like Tatum. Love Cantor. Um, it's just, yeah, does this game end up staying close? If it does, then I think any one of those guys can absolutely crush their value. Tatum's been crushing me lately. Just hasn't seen a huge upside game from him recently, but he's still got 50-point upside in any given game. His price tag doesn't entirely reflect that. Kemba has just been on fire recently. There's a perfect matchup for the team that's terrible on defensive end. Could go for 60, could go for more than that in this matchup here. So I'm right there with you. Over on the Golden State side, outside of Russell, obviously, in a game stack, who are we looking at? Man, I wish I could go back to Pascal. Um, at this price, man, he's got some upside. The problem is all these guys are bad. And, and with D'Angelo Russell soaking up so much usage, taking, you know, so many shots most games, it's just so tough to trust any of this value, uh, even though they're playing the minutes. I mean, you've got Glenn Robinson getting good minutes. You've got Willie Colley-Stein now starting to get pretty good minutes, um, you know, in that 28 20- – 22 to 25 fantasy port, uh, 22 to 25 minute range. You got Jordan Poole that's going to get minutes, and they're just all kind of killing each other unless somebody just sits. So I, it's just D'Angelo Russell for me. He's one guy that I would play standalone. He could help you take down a tournament for sure at 8K. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. It's really just Russell. And if you're playing some Boston guys, you pretty much have to have Russell there on the other side because. If this game stays close, that means that Russell probably put up 30 shot attempts, probably caught fire, probably ends up with 60 points. So, yeah, and he probably scored about 40 real points. Yeah. Real yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, no, he might, he has a real shot at 50 in pretty much any given matchup. And so he's going to be chucking. He's the only guy I really like. 
So right there with you. Let's get to the last game of the night. We got the Lakers versus the Kings here over on the Lakers side. We got Bradley is probable. KCP questionable. Davis is probable. <clears throat> over on the Kings side, Bagley still out. Darren Fox still out. Uh, Dwayne Dedman is questionable. Ariza is questionable. We don't have a total yet on this game because they're obviously worried about potential Anthony Davis or someone else sitting news, but it's going to be decently high here. Let's start off with the Sacramento side here. We saw Bogdanovich go off for a massive game here. We saw Corey Joseph absolutely disappoint everyone. Buddy Hyde put up a whole lot of shots, just did not shoot well. Who are you looking at over on the Kings? Man, I don't, I don't think I need a single King in my lineup at these prices to take down a tournament today. Um, you know, are any of them viable with Fox missing it? Somebody's got absolutely. Um, and so I'm not going to try to talk you out of, you know, considering playing someone. I will just say for me, uh, I, I'm just not going to play anyone from Sacramento. I, I'm not afraid of a late night hammer tonight. Um, outside of maybe D'Angelo Russell or LeBron or AD, um, I, I don't think I need any Kings today. Uh, I think the Lakers are going to have another pretty good defensive performance. And for that reason alone, I, I'm fading the Kings, man. And, I mean, you know, Bielitz had a monster game, liked him. Uh, but I, and by now Bogdanovich is priced up at 6700 I just don't think it's worth it to uh, get Sacramento exposure when there's so many other, other guys from other teams that we could just get better exposure to for value. So I, I'm going to be fading the Kings today. I'm fine with that outside of I, – I still like Buddy Hyde at this price tag. Without Fox in there, like, I think the usage is going to be there. I think he's going to be chucking a whole lot. He shot terrible last game. Two for 11 from beyond the arc. Seven for 21 from the field. I think at 6,800, he still has a whole bunch of upside. I just – I know it's not a great defensive matchup here, but that doesn't matter to me. I still will play a decent amount of him. And that's about it. Over on the Lakers side, like – we're, we're going to go under the assumption that Davis plays here. I think that he plays. Who are you looking at? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Davis plays. And I will say that he is my favorite player from this team. Uh, now he's priced 1200 cheaper than LeBron, 9600 Oh, my goodness. Plenty of meat on the bone for Anthony Davis here at 9600 uh, This is a great spot for him. Um, you know, if, if I had to take anyone from this game, he would be the top play for me. Definitely not playing JaVale McGee at 5,900. Not playing Kuzma, not playing Howard. Anthony Davis would be the only guy to play out of this game because of that price tag. Yeah, yeah, Davis, I like his price tag, but I'm worried about this game staying close. He's probably the only guy I really want to go with, so I'm, I'm right there with you. There's not really a whole lot I'm looking at here, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's get to the morning grind game here, if I can remember everything, and then get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to 5X? No, 7X. Yeah, favorite K, favorite player under 5K to 7X. Um, listen, man, you know, it's, it's no secret here. I, I'm going with Tyson Chandler at 4K in, in this game environment with, with Indiana. Love Tyson Chandler today. All right, I am going to go with Inez Cantor, the other guy that yes. you loved and that I loved here. A uh, guy over 8K, not to 5X. Uh, well, let, let's go Rudy Gobert. He's right above 8K, 8,100. Um, I, I think I'm going to go Gobert today. All right. I am going to go with 
I'm going to go with Wiggins. Not really a whole lot I like here. Um, Wiggins is probably the guy that I think is least likely to 5X. Uh, favorite 6X play on the entire slate? Mm, man, it's almost the same person. But uh, I'm going to give you a guy that I'm very fond of today. No secret. 6X. I, I think he goes for a little bit more, but we'll see. Give me Andre Drummond at 8,600, man. I just think this is a fantastic environment for him to really dominate. Um, coming off of a foul-out game there, uh, I think when they played Miami, um, I, I, this, this just screams 25 and 25 to me with, with, with blocks and steals and assists. Andre Drummond, man, get, get him in your lineups. Yeah, I'm going to go with Brogdon, probably my favorite play on the slate. And finally – the let's get weird balls out GPP play. Who you got? Hmm, good question. I, I think I'm going to start. I think I'm going to go back to that Washington game because these are guys I don't think we're going to get the ownership on. Uh, but let's go Davis Bertans. Uh, and excuse my voice, guys. It's starting to fade out on me. Thank God we're at the end of the podcast. But uh, let's let's go Davis Bertans. Uh, he, he's kind of my, my cheap guy. I've got my finger on, uh, hoping I can catch some upside on him. All right, I'm going to go with Robert Covington. I yes, I like it. Oh, I like it. I uh, really like this play today. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But thanks for joining, Will. Any last-minute thoughts on the slate? Uh, listen, honey lemon tea is so outstanding, but for a moment when your voice is headed down the wrong path. Uh, hopefully I'll drink a little more of this tonight, wake up in the morning, and be refreshed. Yeah, I'm going to say – Try dandelion root tea or licorice root tea. Honestly, very strange, but delicious, and I think they're good for you. But in any case, dandelion. guys, that, yeah, dandelion root, also great for your liver. So if you like to party too much, had a long weekend, drink some dandelion root tea. I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice, so I could be entirely wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. Guys, thanks for listening. Stevie will be back again next week. I guess this is the end of the week, so it's almost the weekend here. Good luck on all your contests today. Again, get signed up for our sponsor, Fantasy Draft. Some promo code grinders. Sign up through a link. And get into rate-free DFS. Thanks for joining us, Will. It's time for us to get out of here. See you, kids.